Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. And I am John Mark, And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast. Hey, Ryan, should we check this sound? No, I think we're doing <laughs> good. we continue It on. looks good on the thing. Okay, good. if you say so. It looks good. All right. I, I trust you. I trust you. I'm All back right. in Bruce today. Back in Bruce today. It seems like we can only record whenever I come north. Well, um, that seems like... The, the, here's the bottom line is that I'm always willing to record and John's like no I can't because men's ministry Mississippi Bass Convention <laughs> yeah. oh me yep yep that's true but that's alright uh, I was in Hulka this morning or uh, New Hulka as it actually should be called I think because I got the uh, I got all of the story about Old Hulka and New Hulka mm-hmm. and uh, the Chickasaw Indians which that's pretty interesting too yeah and I, 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 I knew Chickasaw was a Indian word obviously mm-hmm. but i didn't know that the chickasaws yeah uh-huh. yeah, I didn't know yeah we, we grew up with the chickasaw tribe near us in jackson area really? jackson yeah, yeah, tennessee yeah yeah um so we had chickasaw state park yeah, yeah in tennessee yeah. so interestingly enough the the uh worship leader at hulka is creek really from you know Alabama. that you know that phrase um Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Yeah, that's where that came from. It was a creek Indian. It wasn't talking about the creek. It's not actually like talking a, about the creek. Not talking about creek. Yep. I did uh-huh. not know that. So that's it's it. saying, Lord willing, and the creek Indians don't come get us. That's it. Because the <laughs> the red sticks were a, were a portion of the creek Indians that were at war, yeah. um, really with Andrew Jackson and the United mm-hmm. States military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that that those creek Indian war took place. Yeah. So that some bad, some some yeah. some some harsh stuff there. Going Interesting on. stuff. So I learned about Hulk this morning. I said. <clears throat> What does Hulka mean? Because I'm sure it's a Chickasaw word, mm-hmm. you would think. And uh, she said they don't really know. Yeah. So, well, don't fact check me on any of these things. So <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> that may or may not be accurate, huh? Yeah, you know. But I enjoyed being in Hulka this morning. I I'm um I, I've been in Chickasaw County a good bit. Yeah. Last and we're not but a stone's throw from Chickasaw. No, County not at all. Here no, in no, Calhoun, we're in Calhoun, Calhoun County. County. Mm-hmm. So but, Calhoun is actually not named after Indians. It's named after John C. Calhoun. Oh, really? And back to Andrew Jackson. After Jackson got out of uh, his presidency, mm-hmm. they asked him if he had any regrets. He said he only had two yeah. that he didn't hang John C. Calhoun <laughs> and they didn't shoot Henry Clay. So <laughs> Well, um, there you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's good to have your county named after somebody so revered. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 So I had fun preaching there this morning for Patrick Collins and uh, enjoyed being there. Met Ryan and uh, I almost called you Ryan. Met Ryan and his family for lunch at uh, the Mexican restaurant. And uh, now we're going to record before I have to head back south. So Yeah, so if you hear us uh, uh, stepping away from the mic, it's because we, <laughs> we just got full off Mexican. So <laughs> Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, well, John, yeah. uh, we are continuing our series, uh, one of our series today with uh Plain Theology for Practical Folks. That's right, our Practical Theology for Plain Folks. It's one of those. We'll have to go back and find out. (laughs) Uh, And we've come today Uh, to what I would say is um, the the, the decisive... Let me get my words out. (laughs) The decisive element of the Christian faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree with that. Actually, Mm -hmm. one of the points that we're going to cover over our time together says just that. Exactly. It actually uses the word core of Christianity, but... It is. And so what we've been doing is going through uh, a systematic theology book, just kind of taking that topic at a time, mm-hmm. kind of reviewing that theology uh, that we come across. So today is the resurrection. Our last theology episode was on the crucifixion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So obviously right. that's the direction that we're going to go. Uh, just with uh, all transparency, so we're not, uh, we have eyes and not plagiarism. That's right. Because Amen. we did have an episode on plagiarism that's it. just that's a few uh-huh. episodes ago. 
We're going to be pulling from uh, three different articles that are online, okay, mm-hmm. just in full transparency. One of them is from Crossway uh, by Adrian Warnock. You check that out. That's going to be uh, part of where we share. Uh, the other one is uh, from Christianity Today, and it is by Justin Bass. And then we've got another one over there on Desiring God uh, called Five Truths About the Resurrection of Jesus. We're going to pull from all three of these articles as we kind of go through and try to understand why the resurrection is so important for our belief system mm-hmm. as Christians. So we're going to begin uh, just kind of covering up some of the main ideas concerning the, the resurrection, and uh, we'll talk about each one of those, and uh, then we'll be done. Sound good? All right. Sound good, yep. All right, so the first point that uh, we think we need to make about the resurrection is just what Ryan was just saying, and that is that the resurrection is at the core of the Christian message. And since it is at the core of the Christian message, uh, it should never be neglected. And I think, you know, a lot of us say, we say things like, if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, then we're wasting our time. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Apostle Paul. Uh, the resurrection is is the central element of of the Christian faith. Now, yep. uh, we we don't want to we don't say that as as if we're lifting it above the other works of Jesus. So all the works of Jesus uh, from his his uh, active obedience to the Father. Um, to his uh, his crucifixion, to his resurrection, to his ascension, to his heavenly session, yeah. all of these are one act. Yeah. Um, but we're looking at different aspects of them. But if any if any of these didn't take place, you know, we our, our faith would crumble. But the resurrection uh, is supreme in this in the sense that Paul uses it as that example of if Jesus Christ is not raised from the dead, neither will you be. Yeah. So let me ask you a question because I think this is really important for us to think through practically. We're saying. We're saying that the resurrection is the core of the Christian message. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think about myself preaching uh, from, um, yeah. preaching at Easter. Right. right? So I will spend, maybe maybe you're going to do the seven sayings from the cross, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And you're going to preach seven weeks leading up to Easter about the cross. Mm-hmm. I'm not negating the importance of the cross. Right. But then we come to Easter and we preach a resurrection Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Right. And... Uh, and we leave it behind often, mm-hmm. you know. Then we try to go into a new, a new, a new series or whatever. How, how do we, practically speaking, how do we preach as if the resurrection is the core of the message of Christianity? Yeah, not to ne- not neglecting it. I think that's where um, where we want to point to. Uh, certainly, we, we need to point to the cross. We are people of right, the cross, right? Um, but we, we want to make sure we're emphasizing, even when we're talking about the seven sayings of Jesus on the cross or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. we're emphasizing that Jesus didn't just die. Right. 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 Um, if he had just died like any other man, then he would have proven himself to be any other man. Right. But the fact that he has uh, been raised from the dead sure. uh, proves that he is who he says he is, right? Mm-hmm. He is the Son of right. God. He's been right. raised. His sacrifice on the cross has been accepted. Um, and and if he has been raised, then we can we can take solace in the um, the testimony from heaven that we too one day will be raised. Yeah, sure. So I think for us um, that message needs to be a part of how we talk about the gospel. Yeah, uh, yeah. which should would should flavor every sermon, every right. lesson, whatever it may be. The resurrection uh, has to be there. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I was looking for. You know, kind of this idea that we've got to make sure we keep the cross in full. Uh, in life, his mm-hmm. crucifixion, his resurrection, his ascension, his, and his heavenly session—all of those uh, are together. Right, and yeah. we don't want to—we don't want to pit them against each other. Right, uh, right. but we want to make sure we're telling the whole story. Sure, absolutely. All right, so that—that's the first little point about the resurrection: is that it's the core of the Christian message. It's the core of our message. Secondly, and this one I think is a really good conversation to have, and that is that the belief 
in Jesus's physical resurrection is the defining doctrine of Christianity. So, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the physical resurrection of Jesus. We probably need to spend some time there explaining exactly what we believe about the resurrected Jesus. Right. So um, we would say that Jesus was literally physically raised from the dead, that it wasn't a spiritual resurrection, right? I think about uh, Mary and Martha after Lazarus has died and Jesus said, uh, you know, I, I am the resurrection, and the life. Right. And, uh, and you know, Mary, I believe it was Mary said, yeah, I know Lord that he'll be mm-hmm. raised in the last day. Right. right. I, yeah. I know that there's a resurrection out there. And Jesus right. said, no, I am the resurrection. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, when we, when we talk about Jesus's resurrection, this is not just that he came back as a ghost. He came back mm-hmm. as a spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, his physical body was raised again. Yeah, and, and I came across uh, this quote that I think is uh, is fascinatingly ignorant, but <laughs> but uh, it's by Paula Fredrickson. Uh, please don't tell her I called her ignorant, but she uh, she obviously is not a believer. She denies the resurrection of Jesus, and this is what she says about the physical resurrection of Jesus. She says, "I know in their own terms what they saw was the raised Jesus." That's why they say, and then all the historic evidence we have afterwards attests to their conviction that that's what they saw. I'm not saying that they really did see the raised Jesus. I wasn't there. I don't know what they saw, but I do know that as a historian that they must have seen something. And in essence, what she's saying is, is that you look at the history, the history, the, if you look at the facts, the, the testimony of Scripture, and even outside of Scripture, mm-hmm. we have this yeah. testimony that there was a resurrected Jesus. This historian says, well, yeah, they had to have seen something, right? Mm-hmm. But right. she would say what they saw was not, in fact, a physically resurrected Jesus. It right. was something else. Yeah. And for us, that's not sufficient. Right, no. And, and that's the whole uh, idea that um, Jesus is raised in our lives. So yeah, Jesus right, lives right, on yeah. through us, just like, yeah. you know, grandmother lives on through us. No, <laughs> yeah, we that, need to talk about that. that that's, Go ahead. yeah, that's not what we're, that's not what we're saying. Yeah. We're saying that the, the scripture says that Jesus literally was raised from the dead, yeah. walking, talking, fellowshipping, eating fish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, he, yeah. And that, that is, I think that is central to us to proclaim that. Yeah. And so there are these, these people that would say, you know, well, it wasn't the resurrected Jesus. There's those that say, well, it's hallucinations, you know, and then the, the impossibility of that is uh, because that many people may have hallucinations, but that many people that were witnesses of Jesus' resurrection don't have the same hallucination right. at mm-hmm. the same time. So mm-hmm. it just it just is not it's just not a, a accurate way of understanding the resurrection. Historical facts is is that he physically mm-hmm. was resurrected. And so I think that's important for us to remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the third uh, the third idea that we come across here is that uh, the resurrection demonstrated to the whole universe the deity of Jesus. Mm. Yeah, that goes back to kind of what we were saying a second ago about uh, the resurrection being proof that Jesus is who he says he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we see Jesus on the cross saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. There's a level of trust there that Jesus understood that the work that he had done in his life and his death was sufficient to appease the wrath of God. Yeah. Therefore, because it was sufficient, God Almighty would raise him from the dead, proving right, him right to be divine yeah. uh, because that's why his sacrifice was sufficient because he was a divine sacrifice. Sure. sure. Um, so it proves that Jesus is, is, uh, is divine, that he is God almighty mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. as you well know, ordinary people don't raise from the dead. <laughs> right. Right. And you know, I think all of the ministry of Jesus from the time he was baptized into, into the wilderness throughout the miracles that he performed, his walking with those disciples, those are all leading up to, 
this resurrection event, right? right? Mm-hmm. Even the resurrection of Lazarus. Right. This reading mm-hmm. up, this leading up to, is pointing to the pointing of Jesus being deity by and through his resurrection. Uh, so the next one I think is really good, and I, I preached this one from Acts one, so it, it means something special to me today. And that is, without the resurrection, there would be no church at all. Let, let me let me just a quote from this article that I think is so good. It says the church did not create the resurrection stories; mm. instead, the resurrection stories created the church. Yes, I think that's fantastic. And and, and think about the disciples at the time. Had Jesus not, where were the disciples before Jesus's resurrection? They were a loose knit group of friends that had had what it seemed like bet on the wrong horse. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the Messiah that they thought uh, was going to come and 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 mm. conquer the world has now been conquered. Yeah. Um. And and what is what is a uh, what does Gamaliel say in, in Acts uh, to the Jewish leaders? Yeah. He says he mentions two different messiahs that rose up, and when they were when they were dealt with, when they right. were put to death, what happened to their followers? Yeah. They fell away. Yeah, yeah. The resurrection is not only uh, created the church in the sense that it gave the disciples now a purpose and a commission in Jesus, but now we have the Holy Spirit sent yeah, to us, sure. uh, proceeding from the Father and the Son, creating the church. Yeah, I love that. And you know, it's it's in Jesus's resurrected state that He says. Go and be my witnesses, right? right? Mm-hmm. Go and be my witnesses. Because all authority has been given to me. That's right. Right. Yeah. All authority cannot be given to Jesus if he is dead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. So the fifth one, the fifth little point here that we want to make is that our neglect of Jesus's resurrection uh, may be one of the reasons why the gospel preaching today and we. Us, right, the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us, and we have that power. We have that same God that dwells in us. And if our God is dead, then He's powerless, mm-hmm, and right. thus so are we. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think we need to be reminded of that. Yeah, that's that's spot on. And and I think the the principle is um, where Jesus is, there will we be also. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that the, the the central fact that makes Christianity so powerful is how can you stop people. That have been promised life after death. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the worst thing you can do to me? Yeah. Well, you can send me to Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where I will have life everlasting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if that's the case, I can give up this earthly shell. Yeah. I think about some of our uh, our early church mm-hmm. leaders, not just fathers, but but women too, yeah. who lived for the sake of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it was, hey, you know, if I, if I die, I die. That's right? it. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were reminded of, I can't remember the guy's name that we read about the missionary that we read that mm-hmm. uh, was going to witness to the cannibals. What's yeah. his name? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember his name. Ah, come on. We read his book. Was that him that said that? Yeah. It was. Okay. Yeah. yeah he, that said, was, uh, he, he said, he said, everybody was like, I can't believe you're going to, I can't believe you're going to the cannibals. What, what are you going to do when you get over there and they eat you? And he says, hey, you know, if worms eat me or if men eat me, regardless, I'm going to be saved, salvation and be mm-hmm. with Jesus. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I can't think of his name. But that, I'm going blank on it now. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. drive so, me crazy. Number six is uh, the resurrection purchased our justification. So right. uh, Romans 4.25 says he was delivered up for our trespasses and he was raised for our justification. What's mm-hmm. Paul saying? Yeah, I think I think much to what I've said earlier when talking about the resurrection, um, the fact that Jesus was raised showed that he indeed was able to not only carry the wrath of God, but pay yeah. for it. yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus is, his resurrection is proof that the crucifixion worked. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Not only though does it give us our justification, 
uh, but it gives us joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back once more to um, what's the worst thing you can do to a, a believer? Yeah. Uh, there's joy knowing that death is not the end. How yeah. many times have we been at at Christian funerals and rejoiced? Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. Those things don't they don't make sense uh, in the in the natural world because for them this is it. This is yeah yeah to dust they return, but. Uh, and we would say yes to dust they return, but uh, to God they go. Yeah, and yeah. we will we will follow. And we have this joy as well because we know we can't we can't pilgrim right. We want a pilgrimage to the grave of Jesus. Right. It doesn't yeah. exist, mm-hmm. and uh, we know as a result of that that he is not with. He's not where we can go physically, mm-hmm. but he is with us spiritually. Right. And so right. no matter what we enter into, where we walk, where we go, we have this presence of Jesus because he is, in fact, mm-hmm. resurrected. And so the resurrection gives us joy. The resurrection also gives us hope, and it's a hope beyond the grave, as That's you've it. already mm-hmm. been saying. The resurrection is an eternal embarrassment yeah. for Satan and death. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It is It is a reminder that they have been eternally defeated. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, the resurrection uh, unites every Christian uh, with life-giving force that raised Jesus from the dead. This goes back to what you just said. Um, the, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives within you. Yeah, uh, and and that's that's what we see is that Jesus sends another Comforter, right? Uh, and that the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, is able to come and indwell us because we have been raised to newness of life. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that this Desiring God uh, article points out is that. Uh, you know, we we have already experienced part of our resurrection, right? Because of Jesus' resurrection, we have been spiritually resurrected, right? right? Mm-hmm. But there is coming another resurrection, right? And I don't think that we talk about that on this episode, but there will be a discussion about that in the end times, maybe discussion. I can't wait for that. <laughs> that may happen. The end times may happen before we get to that podcast. Oh yeah, it may do it. It may do Especially it. Especially at our weekly rate here. Yeah, right. There's no doubt about that. So. Uh, you know, but there is this idea that we will be physically resurrected just as just as Jesus was physically mm-hmm. resurrected. We will experience that. We don't know what that is like, but we do know, in fact, that Jesus' resurrected body was able to do some things that, you know, kind of points us to that mm-hmm. direction of what our resurrected bodies will be able to do as well, like eat fish. Right, and that's, that's where we hold on to hope that there'll be fish fries in heaven. Um, <laughs> yeah. But... When we think about the, the resurrection and the resurrected bodies, uh, we talk about the resurrection. We're talking primarily here about individuals, where we have been right. on this on this podcast. But what we see biblically is that there's a resurrection of all things to right. Jesus, yeah. uh, so that creation itself is regained and reshaped and, and resurrected yeah. and free. Part of what resurrection means, and the future resurrection f- for sure, means a resurrection from death and from sin. Mm. Uh, so that we have, we are able to live in the new heavens and the new earth uh, in perfect harmony with Jesus, right, loving Him, enjoying right. Him forever. Uh, that is the promise of the resurrection. This is the first fruits. Our spiritual resurrection points forward to the the day that will come uh, that we can look forward to with hope. Yep, that's good. That's good. You got a dead man for us, I think. I got and, a dead man uh, for which us. Which is the opposite of resurrection. Which is the opposite of resurrection. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, as this dead man once said uh, when asked whether he worked for Christianity today or mm-hmm. Christianity tomorrow, he said, yes, today, tomorrow, and forevermore. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Carl F.H. Henry. I don't know if anybody's heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he asked, uh, he was asked, Easter, how much of it is myth and how much of it is fact yeah. in an interview? Um and he said this, The bunny, colored eggs, and jelly beans are so much confetti. Easter is Jesus Christ or it is nothing. Mm. Jesus claimed to be the singular Son of God. If he was self-deceived, 
we can hardly credit his lesser claims about God's purposes and commands. Yeah. The Gospels deny that he was a mere man, mm. even the superlative good man. The New Testament alternatives reduce the to the reduce to the God man, re, reduce to the God man or to a blasphemer and a deceiver. These alternatives divided those who crucified him and those who worshipped him. Easter Sunday, marking the bodily resurrection of of the crucified Jesus, is the turning event that finally is decisive for the Christian faith. Mm. And I think that's that's a that's a good word for us today. Jesus sure. is either the resurrected Messiah yeah. or he is nothing. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And that's where all of our hope is. Our that's hope it. is in those testimonies that's given to us in Scripture and by all of those apostles and disciples that saw the resurrected Jesus, that he is in fact alive. Mm, that's good. John, what are you reading? Oh, man, not very much right now. I'm uh, reading a couple of uh, men's ministry books, obviously, because that's what I do. And uh, one of them is called The Adva- the Advanced Men's Ministry. Uh, I don't know what it's called. A-M-M-T. I forget what it's called. So I'm reading uh, that, that book right now. And uh, I have gotten into The Hobbit. Uh, Ryan is reading The Hobbit with his son. And so I'm... Uh, I picked up The Hobbit, but I have not gotten very far, admittedly. So, yep. But I've got to catch up. You guys are about halfway through The Hobbit. We are. So we I've are. got to catch up with you guys. Yep. My son is really enjoying the fact that he's beating Daddy's friends and reading a book. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yep. I just finished uh, Planet of the Apes, the book. Yeah. Uh, and it was very good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, of course, I'm a big fan of the the original movies, and the, the newer movies are pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh, and this book is... Uh, it was actually... <laughs> More of a political commentary than I thought it would be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, of of very similar to uh, if anybody's familiar with um, Neil, oh I can't think of his name, amusing ourselves to death. Um, it's very similar to that in its yeah. commentary. He probably would not say amusing yourselves to death, but amusing ourselves to apes is yeah. what it would probably <laughs> say. Um, so that was really good, and now I am reading uh, Les Miserables. Miserables. I had a question uh, about Mis. that. So was that book? Is it written in uh, play script form? No, no. Okay, mm-hmm. so the play, the 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 play was based on the book by Victor okay. Hugo. I, I thought it was the other way around. That's yes. what I was curious. Okay, no, uh, the book was written first by Victor Hugo. Uh, it was written as a Broadway play, mm-hmm. and uh, then the most recent uh, movie, big time movie, was uh, the Anne Hathaway, Hugh Jackman version. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I've really enjoyed it. It's a huge book, though. I'm about 150 pages in of 1400. So, wow, <laughs> it may take a little bit, but. It may, it may, it may. So, um, as we close, we got enough time for a few minutes? Yeah, we got a little bit. Um, so, the SBC is next week. Mm. We don't usually talk about um, current events. Not really. We don't get into the muck of that kind of stuff. So, uh, but the SBC is next week. So, Ryan and I will be at the Southern Baptist Convention. Not not tomorrow, but the next week. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters to the people <laughs> that are listening. They, they really care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, interesting days ahead for the Southern Baptist yeah. Convention. Um, and I would say, you know, if y'all are at the SBC, uh, come talk to us. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd yeah. love to, you know, meet yeah. you and uh, see you again, uh, mm-hmm. see old friends. That's, to me, one of the best parts about the SBC. Yeah, absolutely. The best thing about our annual meetings is the commissioning of our missionaries. That's right. That's the best Monday, thing. Monday night. That's it. The second best thing is uh, fellowshipping with old friends. Yeah. And the third best thing is the business. And I would say... <laughs> Uh, the business is important, but uh, we should not allow the business to make us uh, turn friends into enemies yeah. and forget the fact that we are indeed a missionary sending agency yeah. all over the world. Yeah, I will say that uh, in my time of being faithful to attend the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, you may not like J.D. Greer, but one thing he has done that is excellent is he has ended the day 
at like five o'clock. Yeah, you like that? I mm-hmm. do. So we can spend the evenings at the table with friends, sharing meals. Yeah. I think that's a great thing because that's that really is why I attend the Southern Baptist yeah. Convention. If I'm honest, uh, part of it is just being encouraged, right? Yeah, um, sure. Uh, the Lord is working and moving. Um, oh, man, yeah. I tell you what, we can get so bogged down in the just the muck yeah, of. Sure. Southern Baptist politics, by the world politics, mm-hmm. by Americans pol- American politics, whatever it may be, we can get bogged down by that. We forget that today, this very day, as you listen to this podcast, uh, someone out there will respond and their yeah. eternity will be changed. That's absolutely right. Uh, and and, and, and some, someone will respond because of your tithe money that you put in mm-hmm. the offering plate last Sunday, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. uh, man, the gospel is going forth. The resurrection is alive and well. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's the most important thing. All right. Thank you. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us today on the podcast. We will 